a lot of people, I think, believe that they need to change who they are instead of being who they are and applying the principles of what they're learning to that. And one of my big things is you know, be the same person in public as you are in private. And then it's not as hard. It's not as difficult. Welcome to the Wealthy Creator Podcast, where we talk about unconventional methods for how to build brands and businesses people are obsessed with. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Today on the podcast, I met with two business owners, Allison and Travis, who are co-hosting an upcoming virtual event called the Soulful Entrepreneur Summit. I'm going to be speaking at this summit on my own journey towards soulfully aligned success. This summit is geared towards soulful entrepreneurs and spiritual CEOs who are looking to build continuous success through soulful alignment. If you want to learn more about this upcoming event, check the show notes below or send me a DM on Instagram, Jamie Madsen Official. First inspired you to start the summit. Yeah, well, I will uh, I will speak to that since this event is kind of like my baby. Um, and I started this event in 2021 was the very first one. And I started my business, Profit Coach, where I'm a holistic business coach. And I focus a lot on sales, pricing, and marketing. And the evolution of the Soulful Entrepreneur Summit really stemmed from my own business journey of trying to start my business four times unsuccessfully, which of course, I guess you could say it's a fail, but I like to say a fail is a first attempt in learning. So I attempted to learn four times. And in that journey, I finding that there were a lot of, there was a lot of noise out there around what you must do to be successful in business and how you're supposed to show up. And uh, I think we're it's very easy to get inundated in particular when you're starting, but then even more so when you're scaling uh, of what you're supposed to do. And I have ADHD. And so for me, getting things done requires that I'm interested in it. Uh, like Travis and I have had conversations about this, but uh, like rewards and punishment don't motivate me at all. <laughs> so I have to be really interested in what I'm doing. And the idea of soulful entrepreneurship actually stemmed more from a place of soulful selling. And I had actually learned sales um, after my third business attempt. I took a sales job at Constant Contact and learned all about sales. And that job was really on the heels of uh, I was unemployed. I just left a toxic marriage. I didn't have a car. I didn't know anybody here in Northern Colorado. I mean, my life was very, very just bare bones burnt to the ground, if you will. And the, that job was really the first job where I didn't have a whole lot of responsibility for other people because I had spent my whole career in human resources. And in that job, not only was I learning sales, but I thought, you know, I'm just going to be myself. So in that sales job, I just, I mean, I would even meditate with the customers on the call when they were seeming super anxious or like stressed about their marketing stuff in their business. And I was like, okay, let's just, would you like go on a journey with me? And I would drop in and get them to meditate with me and then get them to do some visioning to clarify what they were trying to really accomplished through their marketing. And so the idea of soulful sales really evolved. And I realized when I started my business that um, a lot of people struggle with sales and messaging and pricing and all of these things. And there's a lot of tips and guidance out there, but it feels very linear and hard edged and not guided from some other uh, kind of higher source. Um, and I believe that uh, when we're doing a business, often a successful business stems from something that's planted in your heart. Um, it's like your soul's purpose. And so the idea of the Soulful Entrepreneur Summit stemmed from this place of creating what I was looking for, which was a community of people to connect with and also learn from who were doing things in that way through their journey to success. And so, and the, the pillars of 
business ownership, I've really narrowed it down is that you have to have the mindset, but that's just one small piece of the puzzle. The other pillars are how you're approaching the money stuff in your business, how you're spending your time in your business, how you're doing the messaging piece and the community building. So those are the four pillars, mindset, soulful money and time, soulful messaging, and soulful community building. And it really came from my own experience and I created what I was looking for. Wow. Beautiful. I feel like I'm nodding my head like a pigeon over here <laughs> the whole time. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. I mean, so much. And I can imagine anyone who's listening can also relate to a lot of what you just said and hopefully feels a sense of relief because that's kind of what comes up for me when I hear your story and how you explain that is you're right. I mean, sales is on the surface and from what we typically see, pushy, it's scarcity. I think you use the word hard edged, linear, like all those words just describe it so perfectly. And I see this wave, it's almost like this this revolution happening, especially in the online space now of people who are beginning to inject more soul and purpose and intuition into their marketing and into sales. And I just loved, I love to see it because it takes away so much pressure, it takes away so much pressure. And it really helps with the alignment of making sure that you are doing what it is that your soul actually feels called to do and that it lights you up from the inside. And from there, people can feel that. Yeah, it's it's true. And the the tagline for Profit Coach is that joy is the best business strategy. And so that is at the heart of everything that I do, um, that and simplicity. And so I'm sure Travis will talk a little bit about some of those things as we go through. But um, I think that all the, all the tactical things are important. People don't buy from websites, they buy from people. And right. we have to be bringing that relationship into whatever it is we're doing and not thinking about just this is what the experts say works. It's what are you feeling when you're doing the thing, right? We want to love not just what we do, but we want to love how we do it. And that might mean outsourcing things, right? And sometimes it does. Yeah. yeah. Or not doing the thing until you can outsource it <laughs> or right. doing it just enough, right? Like just okay yeah. enough, like, okay, it's just yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. And beginning to recognize those boundaries. I mean, that's a huge piece of the surrendering process um, and aligning with that soulful sales mission of yours is like, yeah, letting go of the things that are out of your control and, and just aligning with what it is that you can do right now at your fingertips. So with that said, I would actually, Travis, I would love to hear your perspective, especially coming from a male. I feel like it's kind of a refreshing balance to be able to hear like two sides of the coin. Yeah. That's, that's the uh, fun part of this too, is having the, the, um, the male, female, different perspectives. Going back to what Allison was saying about the uh, doing what feels right. And part of the reason that I do what I do with the Human Upgrade Project and why it fits so well is because it's all about uh, the possibilities and doing what works for you and not fitting into a little box and not... Uh, I, I saw so many people over the years, my thing's in mind, body, spirit also, and it's it's more from a, from a human upgrade, get your body and your mind to run mm -hmm. as well as possible. And what is possible is the biggest thing and and not doing you don't need to do exactly what everybody says you need to do especially when it comes to sales and things like that i think that's the biggest the biggest thing that holds people back in anything whether it's for your health and your wellness or whether it's in your business is and i fall into this too it's like oh i have to follow this script and i have to do it this way and then you get nervous and then it's like ah oh, this just doesn't feel good and i'm trying to do it this way and it's not my personality it's not who i am yeah. instead of figuring out how that works best for you and looking at it from that perspective and and doing um tweaking it tweaking it to work yeah. in your in your world and yeah. the other you know the other thing too is a lot of people i think believe that they need to change who they are 
instead of being who they are and applying the principles of what they're learning to that. And one of my big things is, you know, if you're the same, be the same person in public as you are in private, and then it's not as hard, it's not as difficult. Um, you may not resonate with the same amount of people, but you get, you get the people that you want to resonate with, to resonate with you. And that way, that way it's, it's just, it becomes fun. It's not as difficult. It's uh, everything just kind of falls in place that way. That's kind of how Allison and I met, right? We were just being each other, being ourselves and ourselves liked hanging out. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> and we just hit it off really, really quick that way. And it's easier to make those connections a lot faster when you do, when you are yourself and when you are the same in private as you are in public and you don't have to pretend to be somebody else. And part of it too, was I had people over the years that they were constantly over the years. How do I get a six pack? How do I get you know big arms? How do I get in shape? How do I, I was like, you can you can go find that stuff. And same with sales and same with business. You can go to YouTube. Go to YouTube yeah. and you find a thousand people out there that are talking about strategies and and ways to do things and this script to follow and this this process. And if you do it this way, then everything will work out. And it's like not always. I know yeah. people that can do that. And I tried a lot of different businesses because they're like, oh, you can just make money by doing this thing. Yep. And found out, <laughs> found out the hard way, right? A lot, of t- a lot of times it's like, ah, that's sure you can make money doing that, but that's not fun at all. Yeah. So have fun. And one of my things, and I know Alice is on board with that too, is that if you're not having fun, then why do it? So figure Bingo. out what fun is. Yeah. At the end of the day, it all, we all have, you know, if we're speaking physiologically, fitness, it's all, we're all built different and personal growth, business growth, physical growth, any of it stems from the inside out. And so, you know, you have to start from where you are at and recognize that this journey will not look like most others, especially in the online space today on social media. There's so much shiny object syndrome. There's so everyone's a content creator. There's so much information out there. And I think people get overwhelmed at the thought of, well, I have to do it just like how they did it because they were successful. And if I just do it to the T, then I'll be successful too. And then they're surprised when they're not getting the same kind of results. Well, it's because you're not living in true alignment with your path. And a lot of that comes from stepping back and surrendering to where you are, embracing being a beginner, if that's where you are as well. Because the moment that you embrace being a beginner, whether that be on social media, whether that be in your business, whether that be at the gym, <laughs> that's when you start to see results. I just hired a personal trainer about two months ago. Never have I ever lifted weights before. That's where coaching is so beneficial is to have that accountability and that that encouragement that it's okay. Your body weight is different than, you know, if somebody else is lifting a hundred pounds, like you have to calculate your body weight into that. And remember, like, just because they can lift that doesn't mean that that's what your body can, can handle. Even if you are in the strongest place of your life, that just might not be the right weight for you. So I- yeah, and it, it comes down to two also, you know, who do you want to be? And yeah. that was one of the reasons I used to be a personal trainer forever ago. And part of the reason I stopped doing it was because it was more about what to do instead of what to be. And that were, that's where when people would ask me questions like, how do I get a six pack? I was like, that's the wrong question. In my, my perspective, that's the wrong question. And, um, I have a buddy now that became a really good friend and he actually tracked me down at the gym one time because I get it every once in a while. I'm like, I don't do personal training. But my one question that I ask people is, and in business or anything is why, why do you want that? And most of the time people either don't have an answer or it's really superficial. And his answer was, I want to teach my daughter that you can still be uh, an amazing human. You can still be a good role model and do all the things that you used to do when you get to be my age. And I thought, wow, that's actually the the best response that I've had from anybody over the years, because he he was talking about what he wanted to be and not Mm. what he wanted to do and setting a, and my thing too is, is being inspiring others and being a role model for them is huge because Mm -hmm. the better you are and the better that you are in public. And if you're the same person in public as you are in private, like I was saying, it's, it's easy to do. 
And that's a big problem with social media, right? People see mm-hmm. that and they don't a lot of times make that distinction between public and private and social media versus not social media. And the 20 years that that person was working on something before they became, you know, a guru or whatever. Yeah. And they get disempowered. Awesome. Yeah. It's yeah. disempowering. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. oh, I can't do that. They're so good at that thing. It's like, yeah. you know, they've been doing it for a long time. So sometimes it's just time in the game. I was going to say, um, you know, I think that the that point that Travis is making is one of the reasons why people really resonate with how I do my work and and what the summit is all about, because it really is peeling the curtain back. Yeah. Um, you know, I before I started Profit Coach, I had actually I had a lot of losses and failures. I was fired from four jobs. I had tried to start my business multiple times. I mean, there was a lot of things and it took me a while to integrate those pieces of my story because I was kind of ashamed. Mm-hmm of like, oh, like an HR person. (laughs) Yeah. Like an HR person that got fired four times. Like what's wrong with her? And the truth is I had never had any, like I was always a top performer, you know, but Mm -hmm. I I really now at this point believe that kind of God was like, get on out there. Cause I had finished my coaching certification program. And three weeks after that happened um, is when I lost my HR job. And so I really, really believe that God was like, you need to now go do the business because you went and pursued this for the sake of getting the things you needed to start your coaching business. And uh, so get on out there, girl. Right. And the other thing that uh, I wanted to um, point out, I love everything about um, like, who, who are you being and why are people doing what they, um, you know, what, what it is they say they want to do. And I, I believe that where, where some of the um, experience of the Soulful Entrepreneur Summit comes in in the way that I, why I call my work holistic business coaching is that we're not just diving into like, here's how you sell and everything like that. There's such deep personal exploration into the who are you and there's so many layers that most people have to peel back i think it's been really interesting uh just getting to know travis a little bit more in that he has been walking his journey so authentically for so long and i feel like that's been me as well but a lot of people are still walking around carrying all those masks and that's that was true for me too when i went through my coaching program i was going to get a piece of paper so that i had the certification and it ended up totally transforming my life because I realized that I was not my authentic self in all the areas of my life. I was most authentic at work, which I thought was really interesting. Um, But who I was in my friendships and in my marriage and with my family and, and all those different things wasn't my whole self. I was being who I thought I needed to be. And a lot of times in order for people to understand, like, who do they want to be and why the why questions, I usually end up having to ask why like five times to get to the real, real root of the thing. Because people will say, oh, I want to be a good father or mother. Oh, I want to make money. Oh, I want to like serve the world. And it's like, why? But like, why? What, yeah. what is the deeper, deeper why? Okay. Um, and where is the motivation for that why, right? Even uh, Travis and I had a really great conversation around the around the concept of freedom. And is it is like, you know, or like, do we value freedom because we don't feel like we have it right now? Right. And so is it a positive motivator? Or is it a a motivator? Because it's like, we want to do something different with it. And I think that's why we have to be evaluating things like our why and our values and who we want to be, because that's an evolutionary process, who I am in 2017, when I lost my first HR job is not at all who I am today in January, 2024. I think I'm like, you know, I'm on like, like version like 10.2 or something, right? Like <laughs> chapter 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
I, I think that it's it's not just like, who do you want to be and why? Because if you don't do the deep enough work, you're still creating and doing things in your life and business from this unintentional false. Amen. I think we actually spoke about that when we first met, Allison. I, I felt drawn to you because I saw you across the room and then we started having a conversation about you know business and life. And I, I shared with you about how this last year I jumped both feet into my online business, started my own coaching program. It was very successful to begin with, super exciting, but I just kept feeling like something was missing. And meanwhile, I had this whole other part of me that was growing and developing and being chiseled and molded into this next new version of me where I, you know, I went on a really long spiritual journey, a very deep spiritual journey of discovering more about myself and healing some inner wounds, things that I was avoiding for a long time. And I was terrified to, for one, speak about it because there's a, there's an element of, I think there's an element of fear to anything that you haven't really spoken about much yet. So there's that piece to it. But, you know, having this realization that it can't be all strategy. You have to have the foundational work in order for your, I just talked about this the other day in one of my coaching programs, in order for your strategy to work, you have to have the foundational work done first. And the beautiful thing about designing your business is that you get to decide what that is. You get to decide if that's a psychology element in your sales process. You get to decide if that's a soulful element in your sales process or intuition, or mindset, growth, physical health, whatever that is. Business is so much more than just the strategy. And that's where a lot of people are just, I think, floating on top of the surface and not not willing to show what's underneath the iceberg with the the flip side to that is that when you are willing to sh show more and share more, all of a sudden people start to see you for more than just a coach or more than just a content creator. You become a person, a person that they can trust, a person that helps them feel seen because we all have it. We all have that work to do. And sometimes it just takes somebody else leading the way and opening the doors for you to see it. Yeah, yeah. You become authentic then. That's right. Yeah, and that's the piece that I think a lot of people worry about is like, if I, if I show people the real me and I don't do all the stuff like I'm supposed to do, like all the <laughs> experts say, then then uh, if people knew who I really was, yeah, you know, then then they wouldn't oh, buy yeah. from me or they wouldn't buy from me or they I wouldn't whatever. But it's just the mm -hmm. opposite. I think it's when people find out who you really are, they 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 feel more connected. That's why I always make sure that I because I don't. I don't do everything perfect. I don't yeah. think anybody does, but I try to make that very apparent when I do any of any videos or anything I do because people say, "Oh, you're so disciplined. You're so this. You have a perfect diet." You know, I'm like, "No, no, I don't." <laughs> and I'll get on and talk about eating a whole pizza from time to time, <laughs> all, you know. And then I know, but I, I, it's about understanding the repercussions of what you do and the decisions you make and why you yeah. made those, and and then being okay with that. And speaking to that, people yeah. need to hear that. They have to see it. There's, you know, uh, my husband and I actually had this conversation the other day about the difference between authenticity, well, authenticity and vulnerability, right? Because a lot of people, especially on social media, will go, if I, well, if I show myself packing up on the toilet from the stomach flu, that's me being authentic. Well, <laughs> actually not. You don't have to. You know, there's a lot of people who are like, I'm a faceless account. I don't want to show my kids. I won't put my kids on the internet. That's fine. You don't have to. Being authentic does not mean showing every part of your life and being that vulnerable. Being authentic means that you are speaking the truth about what nobody else is willing to. Mm. You're willing to talk about the hard stuff and show and create a sense of norm normality around it yeah. so other people see that it's okay. 
I, I love I love this piece of the conversation for a lot of different reasons. One, I working in HR for so long, I did have to have a mask on in some areas, right? I could have very deep opinions about policies or decisions that were being made, and I still had to go out and represent the company in those, right? Mm-hmm. And so the, there was a, a huge element of, and I was my most authentic self at work. So like that says a lot, right? But the idea of stepping into my business and just being my whole self was like, I was so ready for it when I did that. And the the honesty and transparency piece of it has always been a critical component. Um, in fact, I, um, I like to tell a story about me and the original founder of the a co-founder of the Soulful Entrepreneur Summit. Her name's Amanda Mundo. She created this summit after we had started working together. I hired her as my social media um, agency to like help me with the strategy and graphics and executing it and engagement and all of those things. And uh, my very first meeting with her was pretty similar to my meeting with Travis. It was like a three and a half hour conversation. Like, and it just kind of like it weaved in and and it weaved in and out of so many different topic areas. And it was just so joyful and immediately connection oriented. And I remember that on my call with her, I was was like, yeah, obviously I said, yes, I signed the contract. And as we were on this call, I was like, you know, I just want to be my whole self. I want to, I have these five C's to soulful success that I talk about. And like the first one is clarity. And the second one is confidence. And I was like, you know, I just want to like peel the curtain back. And, and I had just started doing this underwear delivery service. And um, on our cause, like, I just cut, like, for example, like, look, I got these new underwear and it's like, like, oh, she's like, let me see. So I opened the package with her. And then I said to her, I was like, wouldn't it be hilarious if I like posted a picture of these underwear like on social media and she's like you should totally do that so literally there's like a post from 2019 of me like with a shirt on and like my underwear (laughs) and the the content of the post is about confidence and how excited I was about working with Amanda and help having her help me really inspire other people to be themselves and I mean it was tasteful right I mean I don't think that there's anything shameful about that, you know, it covers as much as a swimsuit, but um, that I think really like working with Amanda was, I think really the first time that I was like, yeah, like I am going to just be my whole self. And she helped me figure out how to do it in a way that was authentic and not contrived. Beautiful. Um, And then the other piece of the talking about the hard things um, and knowing what to share and what not to share. I like personally, that's something that I've really been uh, kind of grappling with in my own journey. So, you know, the two of you know this piece of my story, but in 2022, about a month after the the Soulful Entrepreneur Summit in January 2022, in February, I was sexually assaulted and um, I ended up like obviously having to go into a major healing journey for that. And I was really open talking about that experience. And there was a part of me that was like, oh, should I talk about it? And, you know, what will people think about me and why I talked about it so openly was I found out I actually knew a lot of people in my circle that had that shared experience, but they never talked about it. In fact, some people had never actually moved through their own healing process. And as I was sharing more about mine, it inspired them to jump into their own healing process. And, um, you know, when I came back into, I took a sabbatical from running my business between uh, August, 2022 and September, 2023. And, and Amanda had decided to move on and go back into her business. And there was just a lot of grief, right? Not just around that experience, but like the, the loss of my, um, my kind of like my business bestie, if you will. And, um, the loss of the opportunities of that. I felt like I could have created in my business in that, in that year long sabbatical period that I walked away and went back into an HR job so I could focus on my healing process. And, um, you know, like sometimes I'm like, how much of that do 
I want to talk about? Mm -hmm. But I think it's so important to talk about it because it's real life. We were talking earlier about like, oh, you have kids and, you know, like what if the kids pop into the room? It's like, well, that's real life. It's like, you know, we talk openly about certain things and then there's certain things that are kind of taboo. And it's like, well, how much of that do you share? Because of course, people's brains go to like, oh, what happened? Right. And and you don't want to distract. And it's like, okay, that happened. And that's not the point of the story, but it is a part of the story. Mm -hmm. Come back here. And that's, there's, I think, an art to that, but it's really like, why are you sharing it? For me, I'm sharing that piece of my story because I want people to see that like, A, it's okay to step away from your business if you need to go deal with things. There's nothing wrong with that and you should not be embarrassed or ashamed of it. And it is everything I needed to do. And it ended up helping me heal so many other things. And now I'm back in my business and I tried to think like, who do I want to be in my business now? And I had actually, when I met Travis, I had already started to like launch the summit and I decided I was going to do it by myself. Um, mm -hmm. But then I met him and I felt so like energetically like resonance with him. And, um, and, and I love to peel the curtain back on all of those things. In fact, in the 2022 event, because Amanda was going through some interesting things leading up to the 2022 summit, and there was conflict that happened between her and I, and mm -hmm. so much so we decided to create a session in the summit that was kind of like a case study. And we peeled back the curtain and had a very open discussion with literally everybody there, Wow! like kind of laying our stuff on the table to show people how we moved through that and what our own le learning lessons were around that and where our relationship really allowed us to move through that conflict. Cause there's great love, respect, and trust in that working yeah. relationship with her. But this is real life. This, this is, is partnership. That's right. Like business partnership has things like Travis and I had a, you know, I mean, I don't think he would have said it was conflict, but he was talking to me about something, <laughs> social media, something last night. And I, I became very defensive and was, was like, I'm not doing that. And I'm blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and, and afterwards I, you know, sent him a text. I was like, Hey, you know, like I acknowledge that, um, when I'm not comfortable around a thing, I'm probably going to be resistant. And, and it's, it's lovely when you feel that safety to, mm. Um, like have that in your own relationships. And I think as coaches, like if we really, really want to be making a difference, we have like leaders go first, right? We have to like, it. we and we can't just go and then be like, oh, that's our secret. It's like, we have to go and then be like, here's what we're doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like th this is what we're doing. Like even in my sales calls, I like point to people. I, I point out to people what I'm doing in my sales call that I will teach them how to do while yeah. I'm selling them on buying my services. Right. Yeah. It's like peeling the curtain back is how we can actually make a difference. Cause otherwise it's like you're up here on this pedestal. Yeah. And then it does feel disempowering and it feels inaccessible. Yeah. It looks like you've got all your poop in a group and you don't. Nobody yeah. does. We are all messy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You hit the nail on the head with so many great things, especially the last thing that you said that really stood out to me the most is that if we really want to stand out as coaches and not even just stand out, but if we really want to create an impact, because that's why most of us are coaches is because we love helping people <laughs> on the surface. That's what it is, right? We love changing people's lives. And if you really, truly do mean that, then you're A, going to be willing to do the inner work that is necessary and required of you, which is also taking radical responsibility for things that you may have done in the past or, or said or, you know, just areas of growth and being willing to share it all, be, being willing to share the highs and the lows, because at the end of the day, that's what creates transformation. And that's what helps people. You really want to create transformation quickly for people. In my programs, we talk about like, how, how can we get help people get to results in the fastest way possible, right? You know, people don't just join your programs because they want to take an entire year to really sink it in. No, they want to figure out how to get results quickly, yeah. right? And the way to show them how to get results quickly is to show them the areas where you've 
fucked up so that they can bypass it quicker. So I love this conversation. This is, it's very healthy. It's very open. It's transparent. It's everything that people need to hear to be successful. So, you know, I think you kind of shared, um, mostly about some moments that were kind of really pivotal or transformational. Was there anything else, any moments or seasons for either of you or both of you that you would want to share the audience to help them understand kind of what impacted your approach to building the the Soulful Entrepreneurial Summit? I think for me, um, you were actually talking about this with regards to the podcast and your whole process that it's iterative. And I, I think that trusting that process and, and not getting all crazed about like, oh, I'm behind schedule. And Travis hears me say this all the time because <laughs> I, I am compared to the previous two summits behind schedule, but it's like leaning into the fact that it is iterative and we let go of the plan sounds counter counterproductive, I think, to a lot of people, because when we're planning, we are in control mode. And then we think when we're controlling things, we then also have control over the outcome. And that's a major lie. And people ought to, um, if they want to get ahead faster, they ought to really embrace the fact that they're not really, it's like control is an illusion, except for what you think, like your thoughts are really the thing that you have influence over, not saying it's easy. (laughs) But it's simple, right? It is simple. But leaning into that it's iterative and that just because I think something has to happen doesn't mean that it actually will impact the outcome. And I found that um, a lot of a lot of people don't subscribe to that or it's really hard for them. I'm mm-hmm. sure Travis could have something to say around some of my approaches of really being a little bit more relaxed and surrendered, um, or maybe not. I'm not sure. It'd be interesting to hear his response to that. But the more that I've leaned into like, oh, something went wrong, um, but maybe nothing went wrong. It was perfect. A great example is with the graphics. There was an issue with the graphics. And last night, I like somebody told me there was an issue with the graphics. They had a wrong date. And prior to me finding this out, I was like, I'm so behind on getting all these social media posts scheduled. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? <laughs> had I scheduled all those social media posts, I would have had to undo a lot of work. Yeah. And so... And the best way to look at um, and to get evidence of that that's a great strategy is to look backward. Like how many times in the past you can look at, oh, yeah, that thing I was so worried about, like didn't really actually matter. And faith is really this thing of like trusting it and believing it without the evidence. But it's okay to need the evidence to strengthen your faith until you get into that place of like faith is how you operate. It's like it's like it is the operating system. Um, and it is for me and whatever your religious beliefs are, it doesn't really matter. Like for me, it's God, but like, it's like faith. I really truly believe now at this point is my operating system and my values are sort of like the coordinate points. Um, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm like combining mapping and computering in the same analogy, but um, you you know, I, I mean, I like to say that our values are coordinate points and our like intuition is, is the GPS and like all these pieces kind of play together. Um, so yeah, that was like a, a windy answer, but there's no, a lot of different com- layered components to that. And I would love yeah. Travis's perspective on um, my uh, my observation of <laughs> how he might experience my approach in this. Because he was thrown in, like, actually, he wasn't thrown in. He dove in, like, full sure body cannonball, <laughs> cannonball. Like, he didn't, like, it wasn't feet first. It wasn't, like, diving. He just was like, let's do That's this so- cannonball. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> and it's been really, really, uh, really amazing. That's um, awesome. 
One of the, one of the things, one of my philosophies also is why not? And uh, when somebody asks if you want to do something, a lot of times I used to overthink things a lot. And now, unless it's illegal or I'm going to die trying to do it, <laughs> right? It's like, why not? Why not do it? And yeah. just dive in, just dive in. You'll find out real quick. You'll find out a lot quicker whether or not it's a good fit, whether or not what you want to accomplish is something that's in alignment with who you are a lot faster than if you're just like, oh, I'll do a little bit here. Oh, sure. Let's, let's have another meeting and let's see what we can figure out. It's like, no, let's just all in. We'll figure out really, really quick if this is going to work or not. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we knew immediately it was, it was pretty, it's like, we felt like it was, uh, you know, it's only been like a week or a few days. I feel like it's been months <laughs> and know. months or something. Yeah. I've known you for two months, but I feel like I've known you my, like oh, for many you know years. That? Yeah. 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 It's crazy. You have to love of, those part, connections. Yeah. Part two, Allison, what you were talking about, I think it goes down, it comes back to how you define a lot of things, how you define a lot of uh, specifically like success in anything, in business, in life, and fitness, and whatever. It's what is your definition? And is that definition your definition? Or are you, are you applying somebody else's definition of what it means to have success in that area or what it means to to um, to make progress in a way that that you is in alignment with who you are. And that's for myself, that's what I've found. And it, it seems to apply in a lot of different areas is sitting down and figuring out what does this mean? What is my definition of this? And how do I know whether or not I'm making progress and feeling behind or ahead of schedule or whatever? And and is it is it true? You know, that's another question to ask a lot of times is, is this true? And yeah. Is it why? And if it is, why? You know, why, what's that? What's that truth or what's that answer based on? And then that gets you to start going back into the why more, right? And looking yep. back at at like previous years with the with the summit and everything is like, oh, okay, well, this was the timeline then. This is the timeline now. Actually, we're doing pretty good, at, you know, in in different areas based on the compressed timeline or the new phase of life or yeah, uh, any of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Actually, when I was going through my spiritual journey last year, something that uh, one of my mentors had said to me is that anytime something comes up for you that triggers you or it's a limiting belief um, to stop and ask the question, is this mine? Love because that. the truth is, it might not be. It might mm -hmm. be a weight that you are carrying from six generations ago from great, 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 great grandma. <laughs> you know, I don't know if I put enough greats there, but you get the point. Like it's, you know, that, but it's not for us when we ask that question, it's not for us to dissect and understand, well, whose is it then? That's not the question. Right. The question is meant to encourage you to look inward at the self so you can recognize what is true and what isn't for you at this point in your life. And that way you can kind of navigate through the the darker seas and and get to a point that's that's filled with more light and you have more clarity and you can see the future just a little bit brighter. So I, mean, I think it also helps you um, come to terms with those decisions when you don't yeah. make the best decision. This is, you know, we don't always make the best decisions. It's like once you are at that point, you realize, oh, you know what? That was not a good decision. What's the next, what's the next better decision that I can make yeah. based on that instead of just ruminating it in your head about it. Yeah. And because I, I was the master of that in the past too. And I still fall into that sometimes. It's just like, oh man, yeah. I shouldn't have done that. You know, instead of, yeah. instead of uh, one thing I like to say is what's important now. Okay. Yeah. That, that happened. Right. But you know what, what do we need to do now to, to uh, move forward? Move forward. Yeah. 
Oh, that's so good. That's great. Well, that really kind of opens up my my ending question that I had for both of you. And I'd love for whether you want to share as a collective or individually, that's entirely up to you. Um, at Wealthy Creator, we are here for the dreamers and the visionaries and the believers and the people who love to inspire others and want and know that they're meant for more, know that they're meant to create something bigger than they may even be able to see. But what we love to do is to help encourage and inspire in that dream by sharing the dreams of others. So my question for you is, would you be willing to share just one goal or several goals if you have them that you aspire to create through your work, whether that be in relation to the summit in particular or your businesses? <laughs> so for me, you know, one big goal is I don't have a number on it, but I can say thousands, you know, tens of thousands of people. I would love to have more people out there with the ability to accept, you know, where they're at, where they're going and have the, almost have like a, a childlike mentality when approaching things, instead of being so serious all the time, I'm the, I'm the king also of being serious. I have so many things, but I'm also super unserious, if that makes sense, <laughs> uh, because I used to be really, really serious all the time. I wasn't a very happy person and that's just not fun. It's not fun. And if you're not having fun in what you're doing, then one, how can you, or two, do something else. And that is always, I like to see that light bulb go off in people's heads mm -hmm. when they realize, you know what, I don't have to do things the way I'm doing them right now. And yep. there is possibilities for doing them differently. Yep. So that's kind of the, that's kind of the big one is, um, yeah, just spreading that, spreading the possibilities around and allowing people or not allowing people, letting them allow themselves to have fun again and enjoy what they're doing when they're doing it. Yeah. Or like what Allison said, not do anything at all. If that's exactly. what you need. <laughs> I, have, I have a program where a one, of, one of the things that I teach in that specifically is, is uh, there used to be a website called do nothing for two minutes. And uh, I don't think it's up anymore, but that was part of it is like, you have to go to this website. If you even touch your keyboard or do anything, it starts over. The timer starts over. So it's about, you know, Good stopping. Practice. Yeah. Ah. Stopping for a minute. It's not easy. It's like two minutes. Oh, no big deal. <laughs> Especially if you're an ADHD entrepreneur, which I am as well. Allison, I know you brought that up in the beginning and that was a huge awakening for me when I was down diagnosed ADHD last year. Um, and there was a very short season of that where I was actually medicated as well. Uh, just, you know, some floaties to get out of the deep end for that season of life. And um, thankfully now I'm medication free and I'm living in true alignment with my purpose. But a lot of that came from my surrendering and deciding for this period of time for right now, I need to do nothing. I need to focus on me, my mental health, my kids. I just need to get, get my head straight. And I know that when I do that, it's going to really set me up for success in the future. So I love that you said that, Travis. Thank you. Allison, did you want to share? Yeah. So, um, you know, my goal truly, not just through Profit Coach, but through the Soulful Entrepreneur Summit is that people, more small business owners are successful, whatever that means for them. But success in a small business has to include profits. I like to joke that, um, you know, my destiny of being a business coach is written in my last name, right? I was born profit, spelled like making money, but two Fs because yeah. more financial success is better. Yep. Um, but I feel as though a lot of small business owners walk around with this thought of, oh my gosh, I'm going to need to go back and get a job. And because I worked in HR for so many years, two decades almost, and saw people just putting their dreams on the sideline, I have an acronym that for a small business owner that really has a dream in their heart to make a difference in the world through their business is that a, jo a job is a J-O-B, a joy optimization blocker. Mm -hmm. And I'll just let that settle for a minute, a joy optimization blocker. And if you have created 
within your business a job you really ought to be reflecting on that because if your business has turned into a if it's sucking the joy out of you like your your business should be building your joy because if you're building your joy through the work that you're doing you that will carry through to the people that you're impacting through your services or products and i've seen it for two decades in the corporate world when the leadership team is disconnected from the joy of of the things of how they're being in a company that rolls over and it affects teams, it affects productivity, it affects profits, it affects engagement, it, it affects everything. And um, it can be that simple. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I need to come to you for acronyms for <laughs> for business ideas, coaching programs, all kinds of things. You're, you're <laughs> definitely the girl for that. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I love it. Well, you guys, this has been such a pleasure. I just, I love hanging out with you both. I, I, I love your energy. It's just always, it's so joyful. It's relaxed. It's, you're so easy to talk to. And I'm inspired by everything that you're both doing and every, and the message that you have to share with the world. So I have no doubt that this summit will be undeniably successful. I'm thrilled to be a part of it. I'm thrilled to be able to share more of this message on my own platform. So with that being said, the summit ha takes place on February 27th to 29th of this year. And there will be multiple keynote speakers. There will be events happening throughout the day. You can visit www.getsoulfulsuccess.com. If you are within my community, we will also have a coupon code for you. I'm not going to share it here live, but I will share it in the show notes below. And we would love to have you be a part of this event with us. So of course, if you have any questions, you can always reach out to me at Jamie Madsen official on Instagram or www.wealthycreatorstudios.com. Is there anything else that you guys would like to add to the discussion before we jump off? One thing I would say is a good question to always ask is, is this true? And something that is happening, whether you like it or not, is is, is this true or is this just my perspective of, what, of what's true? Because everybody's perspective is true. And that's yes. the, uh, it, it gives you a new perspective when you realize that your perspective is is true and everybody else's perspective is true. <laughs> There's so much more that I could add, but I don't want to give it all away. Um, so I would just really encourage people to come to the summit event. It's not just a learning experience. It's a community connection experience. Uh, one of the things that a lot of times people will say is, oh, I can't make it to a three-day event. The event used to actually be five days. And literally people at the end of the event, some of the testimonials that people have like recorded, essentially they're like, I wish I would have cleared my entire calendar to be here for the entirety of every single five days. So it is worth the time and it is worth the investment. And, and there are people who created business relationships through it, the speakers, attendees, like you will have an impact on your business and life when you come to this. Because if you didn't, I wouldn't continue to do it. So Jamie, I'm excited that you're going to be a part of it. Thank you for this opportunity to be on your podcast and uh, for letting Travis and I just uh, spend some time with you and your community. It's uh, really a great blessing. It's been my pleasure. Thank you guys. 